What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 19 of Drafts and Drafts podcast. This is Drafts and Drafts with Timmy McBee and Adam E. I'm your host, Timmy McBits, and we got a headbanger of an episode for you tonight. I'm here with my co-host and my longtime friend. He's a man of rather refined musical taste. It's Mr. Adam E. Adam, how are you feeling tonight, man? Fine is the, the right word for that, but but sure, I'll take it. I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, had a good weekend in Chicago. How are you doing? I uh, no, I'm good, man. I uh, I missed you this weekend. I I knew you were out there having fun. You were uh, you're watching a, a Cubs game and living the life. And you know that's not something that we've quite uh, we've quite been able to experience up here in Canada. So there's a lot of a lot of jealousy. But uh, I, it sounds like you made the most of it. it. Sounds like it was a good weekend. So I'm glad you know you can get away and experience uh, something new for sure. So and uh, the Cubs won, right? I think you said the Cubs won. Five one ended up winning eight five. Wow! All right, couple, couple dingers that were pretty nice. So yeah, very nice. I've heard Wrigley, I've heard Wrigleyville is a, is a is a fantastic place, and uh, so something I I definitely want to do. We got a we got a fun show for you tonight. Uh, we have we have a special guest on the show, and somebody that's been a, a supporter for for a long time, and so he's. He's a man of he's a man of many talents and many tastes. Uh, he's he's got an extensive knowledge of wine. He's fantastic in the kitchen. He's got a special talent for sauces. Uh, he's uh, he's got a proven green thumb, which for those watching live, I think you can see he's got a large collection of succulents and other plants. Uh, he's he's actually produced music with a current focus on 80s inspired synth pop. And he's done multiple live performances that I've been lucky enough to attend. At the end of the day, you know, he enjoys cold beers and cannonballs into shallow pools. He's the third of his name, a man of infinite patience. And soon he's going to be joining Adam in sunny California. Please welcome Debbie to the show. Debbie, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was such a beautiful introduction. I would like to point out that my wife and I are about to actually move to sunny California in the next five weeks. And I've actually sold the vast majority of my succulent. Kind of an empty plant shelf. But, but yeah, uh, happy to be here. Excited to move to California. A lot yeah. of things going on. A lot of things. You yeah. know? Absolutely. I mean, Adam, Adam's all about that, that California life. I know he left, uh, he left our, our cold Ontario weather and I haven't, you know, hasn't come back since. So I feel like you never know. That's uh, seems like a good place to be. I've got, I, I did see obviously the succulent collection uh, numerous times and yeah, it was, it was packed on the shelves behind you. So I'm sure it's sad to let them go, but you know, bigger and better things, right? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe Timmy will join Adam, and I, and, uh, in sunny California one of these days. I, I absolutely I would I would love to think about tonight's draft. We got to reflect because Adam, I think I think last week was kind of a rough one for us. Why don't you uh, why don't you take us through the final results from the week 18 draft? Third place Timmy McBee with 19 percent of the vote. Second place out of me with 30 percent and in first place Rosie with 51 percent. She kind of ran away with that one. Guess people love uh, Nashville's great Mexican food. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know it's it's one of those things that I, as as she was going through, I was seeing a lot of support in the in the live chat. Yeah, so I'm I'm not surprised at the results, but I, you know some of the picks as we talked about, you know, I, were were interesting. I mean, that was the. That's the challenge, right, of the live draft. She was great, and so she is an official, an official guest champion. Uh, Debbie here's hoping, you know, you can keep it going. The guests have been doing pretty well recently. Adam, it's been a while, man. I think you're on quite the uh, the dry spell here. So, what are you, uh, what are you gonna do? What, what's your remote strategy this week to shift it up to to get some different results here? 
I'm almost out of solutions. I've, I've gone to changing up my glass I'm drinking out of. I, I don't know what else to do. I <laughs> need to find more hops in beer, maybe combine different beers to maximize the number of hops. But it's been so long that I don't even know if that strategy works anymore. But we'll, we'll have to get the drafts and drafts advanced analytics team on it soon. So we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And so as uh, for those of you that I'm sure many of you have watched and listened before, but for those that haven't, you know, we're going to run through our uh, our draft for this evening. So we have an overarching topic. And tonight's theme is that we are drafting a music festival. And this is a music festival that we want to attend, not one that we're throwing, but one that we want to go to. So that's important to remember. Uh, so we have a theme. We have six categories. We're each going to select a, a choice in that category. And at the end, we're all going to have kind of a, a roster of selections for our music festival festival and we're going to rely on you the listener and the viewer to uh, head over to our instagram at drafts and drafts podcast and vote for who you think is going to win so we have a poll that will be up uh, all day following this uh following this draft as well we will also uh be able to take dms and submissions after the fact so feel free to hop on there and vote anytime uh and so adam why don't you uh, why don't you take us through the the six categories for this evening drafting a music festival uh six categories we have Two different headliners, so each of those is a separate category. A corporate alcohol sponsor to mix it up from the drinks that we normally do. Uh, location slash setting. An iconic moment. And a unique festival feature. Yeah, and for, for context on some of these, number one, and we'll give, you know, we can give context when we get there. Iconic moment is a fictional moment, something that we can make up, but something that we think would be defining for the music festival, something that you remember. And there's, you know, past examples of the Tupac hologram or Jimi Hendrix, you know, the, the guitar on fire. Uh, unique features, something that our festival is going to offer that you can't really find other places. And uh, overall, what we're really going for is things got to be possible. There's lots of room for creativity, but it's got to be feasible. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so, Wayne, excuse me. Debbie, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. you, you've got a lot of experience in the music, uh, in the music, uh, you know, whether it's production, obviously listening. I mean, what are yeah. you drawing on? Why did you want to do, you know, a music festival for your uh, for your draft tonight? Well, you know, uh, uh, as we get into the summer season and uh, as COVID maybe comes to a close, hopefully the festival season will be upon us and hopefully we'll be able to uh, to dream of the days when we're out in fields, you know, in the blazing hot sun jumping up and down against sweaty bodies drinking terrible beer and then sleeping in tents and using porta potties to relieve ourselves you know you make it sound yeah. quite fantastical oh it is it is yeah okay. it's a dream well hopefully the ones that we cultivate tonight turn out to be a little better than your than your usual uh poor experience but uh you know in terms of uh in terms of you know the main draft we also always got to remember the secondary draft and that's of course the draft beers that we're drinking you know whether it's topical or whatever it might be so adam i'm going to start with you uh what do you got on deck for your draft beer tonight drinking something from fremont brewing company in seattle it's the disco wolf uh hazy double ipa so so a nice little uh wolf with some disco attire on there a little bit of a chain uh four types of hops but i don't even know if that matters anymore um it's fruit forward uh, mango, pineapple, and a little bit of woodiness and grassiness is how they describe it. So we'll see how it goes. Woodiness and grassiness. Interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't expect I'm going to see a lot of disco in your selection tonight, but is, are you hinting at anything here? You'll have to wait and find out. I, right. I don't give away picks. <laughs> right. And Debbie, what do you got going on for your beer selection? Uh, so 
for my beer selection, I have actually selected two beers as I am a little bit nervous. And when I'm nervous, I tend to drink a little bit more than I want to. Uh, so for my first beer, I have an Endless Summer Pineapple Sour from Manitoulin Brewing Co. Mm. Uh, yeah, it should be exactly what it says on the tin. It's a pineapple sour. It's the summertime. Summer is the season of festivals. That's where I draw the, the connection there. For my second beer of the night, I have a Memories of the Future Fruited Sour. Uh, this kind of ties in because I think we go to festivals to create memories and maybe we ingest some substances that confuse our sense of time and we're remembering the future before the future has happened. You know, it's very, it's very meta. Interesting. Hey, that sounds good. I, I feel I I'm curious. I feel like the pineapple sour I would very, be very into. So uh, we'll have to we'll have to circle back and see how those go down. Um, for me, I uh, I did something by Nickelbrook Brewing Company here in Burlington, Ontario. Uh, this is called the Metalhead Double IPA. Uh, it's a nine percent beer, so it's a little strong. It's got three types of hops, uh, and uh, you know I actually have not tried it before, but eighty five IBU. Uh, it's got a, a fantastic can, some great artwork there. Uh, so I thought you know Metalhead with the headphones be great for the music festival. It's who knows if we're, you know, I'm not saying that we're going to go into the metal, metal music category, but you never know. Uh, and so with that, you're, we can, we can go ahead. You're, uh, you're definitely picking Metallica, huh? I, oh, I, 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 I heard he was, he was leaning towards Limp Bizkit. Oh, okay. You never know, man. Slip, <laughs> Slipknot, there's all kinds of, there's options out there. Yeah, Linkin Park. <laughs> well, that's, hey, you, yeah, it could happen. Um, all right. So before we jump into the picks. Debbie, we're looking at you. You can choose to draft in the first, second, or third slot. So where will you be drafting tonight? I'm going first, Timmy. You're going first. All right. First overall pick in the first category. Adam, that leaves two and three up in the air. I got the coin. You got the call. Here we go. Tails never fails. It is tails this week. Some, some people in chat were telling me to go heads. Nope. <laughs> Sitting with tails. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick second. That's all right. I actually did want third. So I think there's a lot of categories that are going to be good to go boom, boom in, you know, take the third pick and the first and the next one. So uh, I'm very happy with that. All right. Debbie one, Adam two, Timmy three. The board is yours, Debbie. All right. Uh, so for the first category tonight, I think I'm going to go with by far what everyone will agree. The most important category is and that would be the corporate alcohol sponsor. Mm hmm. I think this is a yeah, this is a, you know, we're going to as we always do, we want to we want to drink. I mean, it's a drink related podcast. We want a drink related topic. And, yeah. you know, what better than going uh, to a, a festival that's clearly sponsored by an alcohol company? So, Debbie, what do you got for your choice? All right. So this is probably the most ubiquitous corporate alcohol sponsor of the modern era. It's unpretentious. It's approachable. It does what you need it to do. It gets you where you want to go. It's crushable. It's shotgunnable. It goes down easy and it tastes like more. They have something for everyone in their line. They have seltzers. They have lemonades. It's the summer. It's the mountains. It's the sea. It's live music. This calls for a Bud Light. <laughs> That's a... Very good. Very yeah. good. That's a, we can clip that and ship it off. And uh, that's going to be our new sponsorship. We got that. We got Taco yeah. Bell. I got to do something here. You guys we're getting some great, yeah. uh, some great items. Okay. Good, good choice. Hey, I'm Debbie. I'm Debbie from marketing for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is a good point. 
<laughs> that is a good point. Uh, Adam, do you want to take this first? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good pick. I'm not sure where you guys were going to go with this one. Um, Bud Light's good because you get the seltzers, you get the 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 beer. Um, you don't want anything too heavy at a at a festival. You're probably going to consume a couple of them, um, so you don't want anything weighing on you in the in the heat. So, assuming yours is outdoors, uh, seltzers would probably be great for festivals. Light beer probably great for festivals. So overall, I think it's a I think it's a good pick, and I think it's worthy of the first overall slot. So. I, I I agree. Um, I will say I, I think it's key that you get the you get the you get the beer and the seltzer. You mix it up, you know, something for everybody. Uh, fun fact I discovered in the course of my, I promise, very limited research for this draft is Bud Light actually spends the most money out of any alcohol brand out there in their marketing strategies. So, you know, what? they're in the business. You got somebody that's experienced. They know what they're doing. And uh, yeah. I think it was something like. 250 million on on uh, marketing sponsorships last year so yeah i think like probably 50 percent of that was in their super bowl commercial so probably yeah <laughs> uh very i think it's a worthy first overall pick and when i consulted uh my my wife on on her thoughts before the the draft uh she also suggested that to be first pick so i think she's she's gonna support the support the choice uh all right adam that's a big one to follow what are you gonna what are you gonna do here yeah, I might end up messing this one up from the start. Um, there's probably better options available, but for my music festival, I want it to be a little a little off the beaten path, a little grimy, a little gritty. Um, you know, nothing nothing too fancy. I'm not looking for a fancy music festival here. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, the award-winning Pops Blue Ribbon. <laughs> so <laughs> it has a blue ribbon for a reason. Um so they're going to sell a bunch of them at my music festival. You have a bunch of different sizes. You can get the standard can. You can get the 24-ounce can. Um, probably going to go with the 24-ounce can. You don't have to go back up to the, the stand as often. So I think it's it's great for that. Um, it has the blue ribbon, so you know it's hot. it won something at some point. Uh, I just, yeah, I'm going to go with PBR for mine. Debbie, I'll let you take this. Hey, I mean, Adam, it's a great choice. Uh, it is definitely the drink of millennial hipsters. And we know that hipsters and millennials love music festivals. Uh, so I think it's pretty on point there. Uh, yeah, I got nothing bad to say about that pick. It's a good pick. I, yeah, I, I, I'm okay. I, like, it's, I'm fine with it. I, I think it was... I think I think it's like a wannabe Bud Light where it's like it's not like ironic, but it's also like clearly not, like, let's be real here. Pabst is drinkable, but it's not it's not like winning awards for although it probably actually has won awards, but it's not winning awards. It, it won one award. There you go. And it renamed itself after that one award. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's true. So award winning. So, you know, I think I think it's if you stack it up, like, why would I ever want Pabst over Bud Light? Like, I think Bud Light's just the clear better choice here. Um, that being said, I, you know, hey, man, yeah, it, it's going to it's going to get a lot of attraction. Like people in the States like it, you know, pretty much anybody, you know, will, will have one. But I don't think people are seeking them out. So at the end of the day, I, I you know, no hate. But I think I think the Bud Light, I, like I think I think you just pick something that's just definitively worse than the first overall pick. But then again, I'm I have a risky pick here and I don't think it's going to go over that well. So I got to prepare myself. Um, mine. Go ahead, Adam. Go. Uh, with the Bud Light, you're going to see Bud Light sponsoring a music festival and it's be like, oh, that's been done before. PBR, I don't, I don't know how much they spend on marketing. Probably, <laughs> probably. almost nothing. 
I would assume uh, so. You see it, you're going to be like, oh, they must really want to support this music festival. This is so unique. So, yeah. Know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I got to answer a question in the chat on this. Uh, and Christy asked, does this, does this mean the sponsors' drinks are the only ones available? No, that's not what it means. It just means that this is the overarching corporate sponsor. So this is, you know, the Pabst Blue Ribbon Adam Ex- Adamy experience. So, uh, you know, it's not to say you can't drink anything else, but obviously the, the, the premise is that that type of alcohol will be prevalent because they're the big corporate sponsor. They're going to have their own probably tent and section like who knows. Um, so with my pick, you know, I'm going to have to go. With, no, I'm kidding. I'm not actually doing the global trip, but that's uh, that would have been that's it was on my list. Um, my pick ties actually into um, something else in my draft. It's kind of theme related and, I, and I'm not going to take it right away because because I don't think it's going to get taken. And so I have obviously this pick and then I have the first pick in the next round. I thought about just doing one into each other so you guys would kind of get a better sense, but I'm not doing that. So my pick's going to seem a little unusual at first, but you'll have to bear with me. Um, I looked at some different, I learned a little bit about the different types of alcohol that were out there. And, uh, and somebody like when I think about Brata festival, you know, if you're drinking, uh, you're having a few drinks, I don't necessarily want to fill up on beer. Let's go with something that's a little more shootable, something, something associated with a party. You know, you can mix it in drinks. You can drink it by itself. Uh, I'm going with tequila and the tequila that I'm going with is Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Terramana tequila. So this is a new one that he's launched very recently. Uh, It's tied back to his, uh, I guess, home of, well, not home, but um, background of, I think it's Polynesian descent uh, is my understanding. And so, you know, I think tequila kind of, like I said, you can mix it in drinks, you can shoot it straight. It's one of those things you can have a couple shots and then go your merry way and have a good time. Uh, and, and I think the rock, you know, is a great corporate brand ambassador. He emits positivity, uh, you know, health, wellness. Uh, so I think of all the people that's going to leave my festival, I I'm, I'm happy to have the rock on my team. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I didn't expect, I didn't expect the definitive. This wasn't, I wasn't going to pick this first. I felt like this would be open at the time. Um, I, yeah, I feel like it's uh, like in general tequila probably okay. Sometimes it uh, a lot of tequila drinks are poured pretty heavy, um, so well, might the, not be a long longevity drink. The but, Rock is very strong, so he can pick up heavy drinks. Okay, makes sense. Uh, so, like, is it Timmy McBella or something uh, sponsored by Dwayne the Rock Johnson's tequila? Yeah, in theory, it's 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 Terramana tequila. It's it's Timmy Mc yeah I don't even know <laughs> I should have thought of a better name that actually should have been something that we had to do for this but it's it's definitely it's sponsored by Terramana Tequila bracket the Rock you know Johnson. but yeah oh, okay. Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah gotcha yeah okay well <laughs> uh, I mean like music festivals especially the big ones the marquee festivals they tend to be like multiple day events like sometimes you might show up on a Friday night uh it's definitely going all day saturday through saturday night till sunday maybe in the afternoon i can't imagine drinking tequila that whole time uh tequila is like here for a good time not a long time tequila is like it's a sprint you know with tequila it's not a marathon i feel like i feel like the the beer choices for for both adam and i are maybe a little bit more conducive to that kind of like long haul drinking 
I feel like it, it, it's a little bit easy to overdo the tequila on the Friday night before the music even really gets going. And then you're kind of listen, kind of demolished. That's a great point. But you guys went a direction. I think you're leading the way. I think Adam's not going to make it in this one. So I'm going something different. I'm going something unique. I got you. I got and you. Listen, if I want a beer brand, like it's not going to be Bud Light. Let's be honest here. That was the first bit overall I, pick. So I got to try something different. Um, speaking of something different. Our next category that I'm going to go with with my first pick is the unique feature category. So the unique feature category, again, is something that's possible. So it can't you can't be just like super. It's got to be feasible, but it's something that your festival offers that is unique to your festival and that you're proud to offer to your attendees. And so if I was going to a festival, what's something that I'm definitely concerned about? I think all festivals have this problem, especially when you're consuming lots of Bud Lattes and lots of Pabst, and that's the washroom issue. So how am I going to solve it? The unique feature of my festival is that every attendee is going to have their own personalized bathroom. That's right. You each, you each get your own bathroom. Is it like realistic? Like, not really. It's possible. It's, it's a lot of bathrooms. It's a lot of bathrooms, but it's possible. Everybody gets their own bathroom. You never have to worry about waiting in line. You ever, never have to worry about people making a mess. When you get your bracelet or pass or whatever it might be, you get a key code for your own bathroom, and I'm going to solve the bathroom problem. I mean, like, that's an ecological disaster waiting to happen. You've got 100,000 people attending Coachella. You've got 130,000 attending Glastonbury. How's everyone going to have their own personalized washroom, you know? I, I didn't say it'd be easy, but it, it's technically possible. I guess it's technically possible, but uh, you might as well call it bathroom fest at that point. No, <laughs> I, I mean, listen, if people say like, what's, you know, what are the big if you look at the biggest downsides of music festivals, it's yeah. it's like there's obviously safety concerns. There's sleeping arrangements. There's theft. Like a lot of those things are difficult to fix. But the big one yeah. that always comes up is the bathroom sitch. And that is something that I'm like, well, I can fix this and I'm fixing it. And I think people are yeah. going to be happy about it. Yeah. To be honest. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, to be honest, it's, it's, a, it's not a bad answer. I think the scale of your hopes yeah. for, for the washrooms is, is where you kind of lose me. It's so, going to be hard. Like, like ahead, the, the same sleeping size area for like people where they're staying, I'm going to have to have an equivalent size of washrooms just on a one-to-one -one scale. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to say, like, have you ever been to like a really large parking lot? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm uh, GG27. Yep. And then you're like, well, oh, where's GG27? You're going to have to like find your little porta potty salt. I guess they're bathrooms, not porta potty potties. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. Ideally, they'd be bathrooms, but I'm flexible. But you're right. If you know you have a bit of a walk, at least you know there's then, no lineup. I'd rather it's it like it's the same thing. You go to a really busy place, even if you have to walk a long way, if you get a parking spot, you're like, yeah, I got a parking spot better than not. But but then the other thing is like uh, GG26 is going to be way over there. You're not going to be able to like hear the music anymore. You're just going to be completely out of place. Do you need to listen Sometimes to music when you're on the potty? Well, you're there for the music festival. So if you're waiting in line, you can at least kind of still listen. <laughs> Come on. You cannot Watch. equate waiting in line to being better than having your own bathroom. Let's be serious. <laughs> I'm potentially saying that. Yeah. If you're still like involved while you're waiting in line, it's not that bad. You're just away from your, okay. your friends. All right. But. All right. Listen, there's yeah. Okay. Valid criticism. Adam, what are you, uh, you going to take with your choice? I didn't know uh, which way we're going with this, but I'll, I'll just go with this one anyway. Um, so another big issue with music festivals is some, there's often multiple stages and going between the two stages 
if they're super close, it becomes a bit of an issue because you can kind of hear both and it doesn't sound great. So you want them a decent distance apart, but then you sometimes have a long walk. So I'm going to have a shuttle that goes between them, but on any shuttle, I'm going to have an art car shuttle. So different art cars that can take you from one of the stages to the next one. So at Burning Man, they have these art cars. So sometimes they're like a giant pirate ship that someone just drives around. So like, that would be pretty fun. Like you're at first stage, you're like, oh, I want to go to stage B. You jump on the giant pirate ship, you get to sail across the festival to the next stage and you're good to go. They're fun to look at. They can be creative. Uh, one can be a PBR sponsor because they're sponsoring enough. Maybe it's a giant <laughs> PBR can that you hop inside. Uh, I just think it's kind of like a fun thing and it solves potentially a problem. So, Wayne? Debbie, I, I get mad at people Debbie. for doing that to me, and I'm now doing it to you. I apologize. Sorry, Debbie, go ahead. Uh, I think that's actually a pretty solid answer. Uh, you know, it it kind of creates a, a pretty pretty good vibe. I like the uh, the Burning Man reference, you know, the pirate ships going to, across maybe a desert or some kind of landscape, you know? Uh, not bad. I, I, I kind of wonder how many people you can actually move in an art car, and given the scale of some of these music festivals, um, how they might kind of, like, struggle to really, like, make a huge difference in moving people around. Uh, but I, I do like the idea. I agree. I think Wayne's criticism is the only thing I'd say. I think it's a great idea. I think it's feasible. It's probably more feasible than, than 100,000 bathrooms. However, you know, you only need a lot. If they're actually going to be usable, they got to move at a decent pace and they got to fit a lot of people. But, you know, in theory, we're not working really with budgets here. And uh, I think I think if, you know, I, I had had a few paps and and uh, was trying to go to another stage and I jumped on a pirate ship, that would be a lot of fun. So I think it's a good choice. On the pirate ship the whole time, to be honest. Yeah, pretty just just take a tour of the, of the area. Why not? Uh, all right, Debbie, you uh, you uh, you got the board. I'm guessing you didn't have art cars. You may have had something to do with bathrooms, but I feel like it's pretty wide open here. Gotcha. Well, uh, so another problem aside from the bathroom issue uh, is obviously the sleeping issue. You're at a multi-day festival. Uh, you're out in the wilderness, potentially. Uh, you're you're sleeping in tents. You're roughing it. It might get kind of cold at night. It might be really hot and humid. It's usually the summer. You you kind of have no control. So my solution is actually to have uh, Japanese style sleeping capsules uh, with soundproofing available to uh, to those who want them. I mean, so, you know, that. maybe you ingested a little too much of something and need a moment to get yourself together. You kind of want a private area uh, or maybe you're you're flying solo. You just met someone special and you'd like to uh, share an intimate moment. You know, you don't want to be doing that in a tent. You know, you've got your private capsule. Uh, also, private capsule, soundproofed as well. You don't have to worry about your neighbors keeping you up till seven in the morning. You know, you've got a big day the next day. You've got a lot of artists to see, a lot of headliners to watch. <laughs> but isn't that yep. like a similar issue where Nick, you have to come up with a hundred plus thousand of these? So I didn't say that everyone got one. Oh, I said that it was an option. You, you, you're going to have to pay a premium. But, you know, uh, we're in our, I'm pretty sure we're all in our 30s now. We're not these under 25s, these 22 year olds come to the festival for the uh, the down and dirty experience, you know. 
we we can shell out a couple extra bucks and uh i mean this is capsule this is your festival so if you're saying i I would like the option to purchase this if i was going to a festival is what you're telling me i mean i'm trying to have consideration for uh, the logistics the feasibility together yeah yeah Uh, like a hundred a hundred thousand capsules you know you can't just uh you know call them out of midair and expect them to just be there you know Uh, like a hundred thousand private bathrooms you know okay, well, some I, might say that's yeah. a... <laughs> I, I'd argue I guess that my canter is that I would like the option of having my own personalized bathroom but I get what you're saying yeah. I didn't think about it that way and that would have actually been a much better argument so that was a creative framing in, in on your part because it definitely reduces I, the feasibility issue yeah I've, I've never seen these capsules but I assume they're somewhat stackable so like you could potentially stack them the, the bathrooms yeah. I don't know if you want to stack like portable bathrooms no we're not so no. so in terms of space it'd probably take up less of a footprint than the, the well, bathrooms 100 percent, 100 percent. um i've been to a music festival where there was a stage on one end stage on the other and all the tents were in the middle and i think it was 2 a.m on the saturday and it was drum and bass from 2 a.m to 4 a.m <laughs> and and drum and bass is good but hour <laughs> seven of drum and bass while you're trying to fall asleep isn't that much fun so i would appreciate the soundproofing so i think that's uh, somebody didn't awesome. think that through that's funny yeah. uh all right okay well debbie you still have the board we got two categories down we're about half an hour in here and uh mm-hmm. we got we got four to go so what uh what are you gonna take with the i mean next category i think i am i'm gonna go for location nice all right yeah Location or a uh, setting. So to be clear, this isn't something. It's not like a necess- It can be specific, but it doesn't have to be specific. In turn, it doesn't have to be a city or a country or you know whatever. It's just essentially the the setting of your of your festival. So um, pretty pretty open uh, in terms of where we're having these capsules slash our Bud Light festival. Sure. Uh, so I, I I've got a little bit specific um for my particular uh location and and setting uh, i have tried to pick some somewhere picturesque somewhere beautiful somewhere surrounded by natural beauty anyways uh so it, if i could bring the audience there you look to the east and you have these beautifully forested mountain ranges uh large rocky cliffs to the west you have the pacific ocean so incredible sunset views Goldilocks weather, literally all summer, this this place averages daily highs of like 24, 25 Celsius, which is like 75 Fahrenheit for anyone watching in the States. Uh, hot enough that it feels like summer, but not so hot that you feel like dying when you're spending your whole weekend outside. And uh, the place that I'm talking about is Big Sur uh, National State Park. All right, Adam, you uh, I think you you recently went, right? I'm going in July. So. Oh, OK, not yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah he, he's going for the uh, the the Debbie for marketing Bud Light Festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really looking forward to that. So uh, the the festival that is. Um, yeah. Since, since I haven't been there, I'm not going to say it's a good pick because, like, you know, I'll, I'll criticize it until I go there. That's uh, fair. But yeah, I think that's uh, you know, it's it's nice when these festivals are kind of like in nature a little bit. Uh, one just like general issue is you have to make sure you like bring everything. I don't know how many, how how many stores are around or how well they can support the size of your music festival. I don't know how big you want to you want to make it. 
Mm -hmm. uh, so, so you just have to make sure that all the people going are well prepared. And I guess if uh, if you're coughing up the bucks for the uh, the sleeping capsule, you're probably responsible enough to go well prepared. So yep. maybe it's not an issue. Hmm. Jimmy, thoughts? Yeah, I I, uh, I think it's a good choice. I think the weather component is a big one. Like I think what you're describing is is important, right? Because and I'm and I'm re I'm realizing that I may have that issue with my pick when we get to it, but we'll see. I guess you can pick a time of year. Uh, I think you want the balanced weather. I think you want the balanced views. I don't, I've never been, so it's hard for me to be specific on like criticisms or, or bonuses. You, you obviously did a great job describing it. So I'll probably believe you and take you at your word on that one. Um, I can you, can you tell me like, can you see everything that you said? Or is it like, if you're in the right spot, you can technically see this. Is it as picturesque as you're as you're selling it? Well, uh, Big Sur is supposed to be the most picturesque stretch of coastline in the continental United States, basically. Okay. All right. Uh, so it, it's like some of the most incredible views of the ocean that one could possibly imagine uh, without traveling a very significant distance. It's also, in my opinion, like actually pretty conveniently located. It's like a couple hours south of San Francisco, a couple hours north of Los Angeles. Uh, there's lots of infrastructure around there. Uh, like it's along the Pacific Coast Highway, so it's it's easy to get there. Uh, I'm sure in the 70 miles or whatever of coastline that it is, like you could find an appropriate spot for the festival where it's kind of like <laughs> overlooking the ocean and it's got all the things that you want from Big Sur. You know what I mean? Are you concerned uh, about like licensing fees? I don't know how much you have to like, like to, to <laughs> like get the land. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if they rent it to you. I don't know how that works. Take me from legal. I'm Debbie from marketing. I'm about the dream. You're about the rules. All right. Gotcha. All right. I'll worry about the execution. You, you just sell the product. Um, yeah. Okay. That's a, uh, yeah. Sounds like a great choice. Um, Adam, I don't know. What are you, what are you going to, what are you going to follow that with? Yeah. I don't have like a, set location but uh, i'll try my best to describe it um i'm going for something kind of beachfront um i would like kind of a kind of one of those uh what are they called sandbank where it's like just sand for a while to not, so not, not deep, deep water yeah 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 so, so i would like kind of one of those areas um so you can have like the festival going on um away from the beach people can hang out on the beach you can go in the water cool off a bit um, we'll have some lifeguards there, um, make sure everything is safe. Because um, one thing I like is <clears throat> sometimes in Vegas, they have kind of these like pool parties and they're like always fun. But rule number one of like one of those pool parties is don't get in the pool. You don't know <laughs> there's disgusting things in that pool. So at least with the ocean, it's going to be a little bit cleaner. So I'm, I'm happy to cool off in the water and I don't have to worry about what's in the pool because that's that's oh, such so a nice. weird. Right? <laughs> I would never have turned my head to be like, oh, yeah, it's the anti Vegas. But I guess, yeah, that's uh, it's just a funny way to describe it. You could have just said, like, yeah, it'd be nice to swim in the ocean and cool off and and splash around. Yeah, like at, at those parties, they'll often have like DJs that will get like hot, yeah, yeah. and then you're like, I wish, wish I could go in the pool, but like, I don't yeah. want to go in the pool, right? Yeah. So, well, I think the ocean, you get, you get nice views, you get to cool off, get some sand. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it would be a nice spot to have one. 
I think a chat corrected us. I think it's called a sandbar, not a sandbank, by the way. Yes, so, sandbar. Thank you, Lisa, for that. Uh, all right. I mean, you did you did the beach property in your music video draft. You're going back to the beach property for your music festival draft. You clearly have a beach theme when you're thinking about any kind of music related setting. So, um, I mean, sounds good. As long as everybody's got a place to everybody's got a place to stay. Sounds like a nice setting. I'm curious how you're going to set up like the stage, like unlike a pool, I'm not really worried about the water and electronics because like, it's not like if you drop a toaster in an ocean, I don't think anything happens. It's too much water, but like, I don't know, just from like a, like technical, like technical standpoint, I think the whole thing of like where you could be in the water, but see the stage, is it on the beach? And then you sleep behind it. Like, I'm a little concerned about the logistics of the whole thing. But that being said, it sounds like a great setting. So I, and I, it was, it was definitely um, up there on my list of where, we, of where I would go. Debbie, it's, I don't know. It's if on you... the beach. We, we know where the tide comes in and out so we can prepare for that. I think it'll be safe. So. All right. Debbie, what do you think? I think it's a, uh, it's a great option for sure. Uh, I guess you would probably be more Atlantic coast than Pacific coast if you want the water temperatures to be of an appropriate, uh, of a comfortable level, shall we say? Are you an oceanographer? Oh, like how do? That's a known thing. That's a known yeah, thing. Yeah, the I Pacific didn't know Ocean that. is is cold. Okay. Yeah, it, it's quite cold. I feel like most yeah. oceans are cold, so I didn't I didn't know. Anyways, yeah. Okay, so you're on the east was, coast. Yeah, I was thinking like Florida or something. Florida. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah, got to I mean, be somewhere in Florida. But I can yeah. Still here, so Daytona Beach. Yeah. yeah. Steve raised a good point that if it was on a beach, your art car could literally be a pirate ship. That would be kind of cool. Maybe some of them are art boats. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. that would have been a way better sell point. All right. Okay. Like the one drawback, I would say, like Florida in the summer. I mean, it's hot. It's going to be humid. It's going to be hot. <laughs> so is mine though so you gotta pick the we didn't say it, it had to, to be, be summer we didn't say it had yeah. to be summer festival. that's true that's true okay. i i may i'm making bold assumptions it, it could be march break yeah could be very bold assumptions yeah. all right so <laughs> as you know my sponsor is Terramana tequila by Dwayne the rock johnson and with that in mind i am going to host or I'm going to attend, not host, my music festival inside of one of the, the most amazing settings and viewpoints in the world, and that is the Grand Canyon. We're talking two giant rocks at my festival, the sponsor and the setting. So you got privacy. You probably got really cool acoustics if you're down there in the right area. You know, it's like it's you know, it's it's literally this private in the canyon setting where it's like you got walls, you got it, it would be like nothing you've ever experienced before. Nobody's done it. There's probably a reason why, but we're gonna skip right past that and say, like, if I could go to one, yeah, I've always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon, let alone be in the Grand Canyon, let alone be at a music festival in the Grand Canyon. So I am going to Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Grand Canyon music festival. I mean, from a marketing perspective, it is brilliant. Thank the, you. The rock and the rock, you know. I appreciate that uh, coming from an and, expert. And I hope your headliners are rock musicians, because then <laughs> it's just like the the rock squared. Well, uh, I, I know. I honestly, I'm not saying this so that you don't think I, it. It's we. I got a long list. We don't know where we're gonna end up yet. So we'll see. We'll see. Gotcha. But maybe. Okay. Maybe. I, I do challenge uh, the acoustics element 
for one. You've got uh, two large parallel surfaces, which is actually literally the worst thing for acoustics. I did go to school I for know. audio engineering, so like I know a little bit about uh, more than acoustics. me. Yep. Yeah, uh, not not highly recommended. Like you said, it's a cool sound, uh, not a clear sound, but a cool sound. Well, uh, we're going to have had so much of Terramana tequila that no sound is a clear sound. But yeah, that's fair. Uh, and I'm assuming that it's also kind of an overnight weekend festival kind of thing. And speaking of cool, the desert gets pretty damn cold and the Grand Canyon gets pretty damn cold in the evenings. Uh, so just just a heads up, bring your fleeces. Uh, you know, you'll have beautiful washrooms, but uh, you might need to uh, to bundle up so that you're not freezing in there. All right. Fair enough. Adam. What do you think? You have to bring all the bathrooms down there and set yeah. them up. There's so many logistics <laughs> problems. I was going to bring up the acoustic thing too. You probably bring that up. Well, you're an acoustic thing. engineer. I, I'm yeah, I'm so. losing to both of you on this one. This is <laughs> so, so that was that was a bold thing to bring up yeah. in front of the two of us. But yeah, um, yeah I guess it's it's topical. It's topical. Thank you. That's all I wanted. All right. So I guess technically. It is my board. So we've covered alcohol, corporate alcohol sponsor. We've covered unique feature and we've covered the location and the setting. So we're looking now. We got three left and we're looking at two headliner artists and we're looking at an iconic pop cultural moment. And so this is when we get into the crux of our music festival, because this is generally music related. Um, and this is uh, this is an interesting one because I don't know if I necessarily I think I want I think I want the, the double pack to back headliner picks because then I can really get what I want. Uh, so I'm going to go with iconic pop cultural moment here. And for everybody's understanding, just to reiterate, you know, this is supposed to be something it doesn't have to be headliner artist related. It doesn't even have to be musician related. It can just be what's a pop cultural moment from your festival that people are going to think about 15, 10, 15, 20 years later that they're going to remember. Um, for me, I think that I am going to it might be a bit of a reach, but I think that I'm going to go with uh, a double a double reunion collaboration. And that is going to be a Spice Girls and Backstreet Boys reunion collaboration performance. I think this is something that would genuinely carry weight 10, 15, 20 years later. It would be completely unexpected. I'm not picking them as my headliner. Well, like I could, but I'm not going to pick them as my headliners. I'm not saying they're getting like, listen, are they are they a little past the post of prime? Yes. But if they're coming out for like one or two performance songs, I think they would be that would be something that would be like, you know, insanity. Uh, and so I think we're going to put two of the most iconic pop bands in history together for one reunion collaboration and that is going to be talked about for a long time so that is going to be my choice one performance all 10 of them on stage i think yeah. what i the way i envision it is like is like like five start and then five come out and join and then they do like they do like three songs they'll do like like five come out like, let's say the Backstreet Boys come out and then the Backstreet Boys start singing a Spice Girls song and then the Spice Girls come out and then they do a joint song at the end. That's what I'm picturing in my head. It, it sounds kind of like a Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. Like, uh, like it's in kind of like a like a mashup format where like there's two different mm -hmm. artists and they're both kind of singing each other's songs. And they may and not like, play the whole song. It might only be like, you know, a minute 30 or something. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. It's kind of that's kind of the, I guess that's like, but again, when you're dealing with artists that are obviously past their prime, like you can't expect them to like belt out lyrics that they used to sing when they were 22 and crush it. So we're going for like, we're going for mm-hmm. pop culture moment. And you can't tell me if they did that, if that if this actually happened at a festival, it would be newsworthy, and I think it would be something that people yeah. would talk about. I think it would be newsworthy, absolutely, and I think. To those who were fans, it would definitely be talked about for a few years to come. Would it be a change in the zeitgeist of culture? <laughs> I don't know. Wow, it's been so much heat on Adam. He's like, oh, crap. Mine's, I don't think I'd have that ready to go. Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. But it'd just be something I'd want to see. I would, I would, I want, like, if I was at a concert and I was like, what bands can surprise me right now? I mean, you guys, listen, for anybody that's watched or listened to this show for the last 19 weeks, I think I brought the Spice Girls up at least five times. You could have seen this coming. So, yeah. Adam? You kind of just try to, like, throw the Backstreet Boys in there, too, which is fine, I guess. I love the Backstreet Boys. But, uh, yeah, the, the medley writes itself. You can go from stop to uh, quit playing games with my heart, kind of like on theme there. And so, then I but, think they yeah. probably finish with like either I want it that way or want to be, depending on who's better. I think that would be the way to go. Yeah. Oh, no, everybody. Everybody be the best one. Everybody be the best finisher. Yeah, sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> Adam, what do you got for your iconic pop culture moment? I think I'm just going to do something that uh, I don't think happens that often anymore. Um, and so this artist is a little bit older. I don't think I'd want them to headline at the, the stage of their life because just because they're a little bit older. Um, but I think it's I, they were on uh, in the Grammys a few years ago, performed uh, "Get Lucky" with uh, Pharrell, I believe. Um, and so I'm going to have Stevie Wonder come out and play a few songs. You know, just the hits. Everyone, everyone loves Stevie Wonder songs. Uh, Sign sealed, deliver. Superstitious. He's just going to come out, play some bangers, go on his way. I, I don't want to stress him out too much. He's a little bit older, but I think uh, if Stevie Wonder comes out, everyone's going to have a good time. Everyone's going to get along. So I'm going to have Stevie Wonder come out, and play a few songs. Debbie. I mean, sure. Uh, like. <laughs> Is it is it uh, is it a really cool surprise at a festival? Absolutely. Uh, is it an iconic pop cultural moment? I'd, I'd say I'd argue less than the one I picked in terms. Of I the... might argue that as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got a question in the chat asking, do the young festival goers know him? <laughs> Which I, I think they know is I think they know his music more than him. But yeah, that's that's fine. Do young festival goers know the Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls? We're kind of old. I don't know. If you're 20, do you know? I, 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 Probably I've... not. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do, do they even know that Backstreet was gone? Yeah, yeah. Backstreet they... was back? I don't know. <laughs> I, think they, I think they showed up after Backstreet had already come back. And at that point, they hadn't. there wasn't anything to talk about. So, yeah, yeah. that's fair. The millennial, they're just saying, did they ever leave? I wasn't, I wasn't aware that <laughs> no. they're back now. Yeah. 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 But, uh, like, to that point... Uh, I think that the the ideal festival that any of us might want to go to is less of a Gen Z festival and more of a millennial festival. Yeah. So I think like our ideal festival, the average person is going to know the Spice Girls and the Backstreet Boys and Stevie Wonder. 
Yeah, I just I gotta say I'm really like I've I've never really heard you talk about Stevie. I don't know why you pick Stevie Wonder. I feel like there's a lot of there's there. It's I awesome. mean, in comparison though, there's like there's Billy Joel, there's Elton John, there's all kinds of choices. I don't know why you pick Stevie Wonder. I guess is what I like. It's not like Elton, I personally Elton, love Elton Stevie John Wonder. And, yeah, Elton John and uh, Billy Joel still like tour and stuff. So yeah. you can like see them everywhere. I want something a little bit more unique, something that doesn't happen as often. Okay, that's fair. So. That's fair. All right. Yeah. All right, Wayne, Debbie. God, that's the third time. Uh, you you need to come up with something that's going to shift the zeitgeist of musical culture and pop culture in general. Okay, so. Hear me out now. Okay. So Grimes is not a headliner at my festival, okay? But Grimes is playing a set at my festival. Okay? You should probably give an- context on who Grimes is for those that don't know. Uh, Grimes is uh, one of the the top pitchfork top 10 artists of like 2010 to 2020, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know if you would call her like a hipster artist or something, but she has a lot of cultural cachet, I would say. A lot of like cool points or whatever. Also happens to be Elon Musk's baby mama and girlfriend. Okay. okay? All right. So Grimes plays this excellent set, whatever. Uh, I've actually seen Grimes live at a festival. She's great. Also, Canadian girl. Love that. Okay, so she plays the set. Elon Musk joins her on stage after the set so that they can make a startling confession to the crowd. So Grimes and Elon Musk reveal that they have been successfully implanted with Neuralink microprocessor brain implants, technically making them the first ever AI human cyborgs. This was the one you were worried about getting taken, right? Wayne, Debbie, I, yeah. I, 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 we, when we were talking about topics, I said, you're like, how do we describe this? I'm like, it's got, you got to be able to write it down for an Instagram poll. <laughs> so tell me how that possibly gets written down. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Grimes and Elon break the internet. Okay. I mean, yeah. I think your original story is is being undersold by that. <laughs> that's fair, but like that's how you summarize it, right? Like that's <laughs> that's what that's what the headline reads. Like Twitterverse explodes. Yeah. So Grimes, Grimes and Elon become first AI beings. Human cyborgs, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's uh, not. Out let of me, the let me check, let me check, let me check. You no, didn't have that. Wasn't on my list. <laughs> I no. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the after show, I will talk about what I was actually worried about being stolen. Okay. Okay. But, be, uh, but because I haven't chosen headliners yet, I can't do the other one. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, I I honestly have no idea how to either criticize or support that statement. Uh, I think break the internet is a fair assessment. I think that would that would be newsworthy, and I think that would and, and depending on what happens in the next two years, like whether there's effects or it becomes a bigger thing or like what it could totally shift. It could totally shift pop culture. If all of a sudden other people start doing it or if there's problems. Yeah. I think that's, it could have a huge impact. Um, I just, I don't know where you pulled that from, but Adam, I, it makes, makes, makes headlines. Uh, I was considering going kind of like the, uh, 
Jay-Z saying he's running for president route. Yeah. That'd be um, and... <laughs> which would be like a similar thing, quite different, but like a similar like newsworthy topic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that kind of shifted later on because I didn't know what people were doing. Um, but yeah, I think it, it makes headlines and it's definitely a moment that people talk about when they're like, oh, remember when Elon and Grimes revealed became cyborgs? Cyborg? Yeah, yeah, so. no. Uh, Tito makes a good point in chat. You know, Stevie Wonder, Robot Musk. I don't know. Those are two very different, very different levels. Um, also, also, Robot Musk sounds like a cologne for robots. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, all right, Debbie, you have your first selection in the headliner category. Ooh, okay. You're gonna go first, and you're gonna go sixth. What are you gonna take? with your first choice. All right. So I thought long and hard about this one, but I'm going to go for a blast from the past. This, uh, this is a trio. Uh, and it's the one thing that the Firefest got right. So I'm talking about the, uh, the OG lineup back again. We've got Mark, we've got Tom, we've got ah, Travis, we've got Blink 182. Okay. Well, uh, I gotta say, they really fit. I was absolutely going to take them. They fit right in line with my rock theme. Uh, the Rock Show is a fantastic song. And just fun fact, because I did do my research, uh, 20 years and three days ago, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was released. So it's almost exactly a 20 year old album. So I thought I thought Blink was a great choice. And you're right. It had I would have to be Tom, Mark and Travis. Well, Travis, technically, what I learned is not the original drummer, but I think he's obviously the so. most. But he's so wait, are you going Travis or non Travis? I'm going Travis. Yeah, okay. I assume, Travis I assume. Is the drummer for all the important albums. I assume. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, I think that's I have no criticism. I wanted them. I was going to be part of my one two punch. And I'm, I honestly wasn't expecting you to take them. So I'm pretty disappointed. So good, good choice. Uh, Adam, I, I, I think it's on the list. I don't think for the Fire Festival they were going to have uh, Mark and Tom back together because I believe they hate each other, right? Well, Mark is, uh, Mark is still in it, but Tom won't join. Yes. You are correct. Well, for a brief, for a brief period after Travis uh, had the plane crash, Mark and Tom were talking again. So there was like a, a hope of them actually performing all together. Mm. I guess they, they saw beyond their differences and, you know, uh, it, it, it's feasible, I think. Oh, it's 100% opinion. feasible. Yeah. yeah, 100% feasible. And it would be it would be um, attention seeking if the because I've seen like, you know, the new album is like, well, I don't even know if they've one or two, but it's not the same. Um, yeah, even even like Mark's not the same. Tom was such a big part of the band and obviously Travis was, too. So no, anyways, great, great choice. Uh, I'm very disappointed. I am now regretting taking pop culture moment first. I should have jumped into headliners, but what can you do? Um, OK, Adam, how are you going to follow Blink? Uh, to the Spice Girls pick that you made previously and remade in this draft, I'm going to remake one as well, and I'm going to go with uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, I knew uh, it. Damn. Card, card-carrying card member of the Beehive. She's fantastic live. She blows it out for uh, festivals. Uh, there's a live performance on Netflix of her at Coachella. It's fantastic. She is great. She rocks. I'm happy with Beyonce. See... Now, Debbie, I'll let you go first. I'll let you go first. I, I, to be honest, it's a great answer. Can't really argue with that. Uh, for me, um, 
like I'm not a huge, huge Beyonce fan. I'm not like a Beyonce diehard. I'm a person who appreciates Beyonce's music. Um, but it's not my festival. It's not my artist. It's your headliner. It's your festival. Uh, and I respect the choice. I, I, you know, what's funny, Adam, is, is when Debbie and I were doing the pre-show call, we literally said you were going to pick Beyonce. So I don't want to say that you're becoming predictable. Uh, my big question for you is whether you're going to follow that up with a Jay-Z pick. And I'm wondering if that's on the table. Because a Beyonce-Jay-Z combo is quite dangerous. See, uh, one of the things I love about her live performances is a lot of times she'll have, have like a huge drum line behind her. And I think uh, having like multiple drummers during live sets is always great. So I'm happy with that. Um, we'll have to see about the Jay-Z thing. If he's there, maybe he hops out for a song. Maybe a little crazy in love. I don't know. Maybe ape shit by the Carters. I don't know. We'll see. All right. So that leaves. I got two picks in a row here. I know that Spice Girls and I know that the Backstreet Boys are already making an appearance at my concert. There's a lot on the table here. Um, in terms of in terms of like what I what I what I would want to see, what I would be like actively trying to see. And I got to pick the one, too. This is so hard. I'm sorry. There's so many. There's so many good options. I'm I'm probably going to take. I think I'm going to go back. I think I'm going to keep consistent. It's a millennial. It's a millennial uh, music festival. So anybody under 25 is not going to vote for me. And that's fine. I'm going to go with two people that one of them is like still obviously making music and doing well, but the music I love that they made was a little while ago. And the other one that I'm going to take first is uh, she can still bang it. She can still do it. Uh, she had her own Vegas show for a long time and I'm going to have to hashtag free Britney. And so I thought about this for a while and I thought there's a lot of amazing female performers that are near the top of the list that I would want to see. Uh, I think the Britney Spears pick the main reason that I'm going to take this and my justification for this is that, you know, I, I obviously she did the Vegas lineup for a while. I don't anticipate that she's going to have a massive performance career from here on out. So what we know about Britney is number one, she can obviously still do it at a high level. Like she has been able to, she got paid for it and she had a successful run, but this could be the, you know, this could be the end of like, we don't know. We don't know if she's going to come back. I don't anticipate her doing 10 more years of performances. So I never have seen her live. I've seen Taylor Swift live. I've seen, you know, other people live. I've never seen her live. I think for me, you know, seeing a live performance, I think she would crush it. So I'm going to take Britney Spears with my first pick. I think you went too heavy in one bucket. I don't know. I don't, I don't, th I don't know. To be honest, I don't know if I need Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys, and Britney. Fair. I'm fine, I'm fine with one. I don't know if I need all three for your next pick. If you go and sync, like, no, no, might as well commit to it. I don't know. No. Yeah. For me, it's a marketing miss. Uh, you're, you're the triple rock fest and you've got, uh, the triple, triple bubble gum pop. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I would like to see it, uh, but I've seen Britney's Instagram lately and, uh, I don't know that she could put on a good performance these days. Well, You'd have to come to the festival to find it. But that's that's a fair criticism. I, no, I, I of I'm course. Just, yeah. I'm just I'm just comparing the energy that she brings compared to the energy that Queen B brings. 
You, t- you took her. I mean, she was at the top of my list. Like I wanted, okay. I wanted like, I'm going for a strong female lead performer and a strong male lead performer. Beyonce was by far the top of my list. I'm not saying she was my first pick, but she was up there. So I, I agree. And so, you know, that's fair. That's a fair criticism. Um, but again, we're going in the realm of like what's possible. And you always think about like the best, you, you think about them at their best, not at their worst, I think is what we're going for here. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and so second pick, I'm going to follow that up with, uh, again, this is my strong male lead performer. I'm not going for somebody like they, this person still makes music today or not really today, but, uh, you know, recently enough, but the, 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 the decade, I think of music production that when they were making it was when I fell in love with them. I, I know this is, this might take a lot of heat. I got to go with Kanye. I think Kanye puts on an epic show. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to bring a different vibe than the pop vibe, obviously. Uh, and I, I think he, he can by himself carry a festival as a headliner. Uh, and so I, like, I, I don't think, I, I think he's, he's gotta be for, in my view, the first overall pick for a male performer, like a solo male performer. So Kanye is going to be my choice. Those, uh, yeah, th- those words saying, I'm assuming they're at their best. Does a lot of heavy lifting. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because I think you're trying to take the old Kanye, yes, not the new Kanye, yes. And the new Kanye, I don't know if he puts on a good show. To be honest, no, it's the a old fit. Kanye puts on a great show. Yeah, like he ten, ten years ago. Once. Yeah, even like even like probably 15. five to six years. Well, ago. yeah, but I like, thought when he said that, like. Twisted- yeah, 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 yeah. It was Dark Twisted Fantasy era. Yeah, which I think uh, was like six. Prime Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty one Kanye. Yeah, you're you're just drafting a wild card into your festival lineup. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, but that's I agree. But that's like that's the draw, right? Like people people want to like people are are going to be curious. They're going to be like, what the, what is coming from this? Like, what are we going to get from Kanye? And I think there's an allure of uncertainty that's going to happen there it could quickly turn into a trump rally i don't know like (laughs) (laughs) yeah fair okay sorry i I, I cut you off debbie oh it's all good uh honestly kanye is a an excellent answer Uh, i i am definitely on team kanye Uh, 21 21 time grammy award winning kanye Oh, somebody undeniably one of a kind, larger than life, makes a great shoe uh, <laughs> and a great will, tea. Uh, will undoubtedly say something that will actually be a more iconic pop cultural moment <laughs> than your Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, a great choice. Great headliner has so many great songs. Uh, but once again, you kind of have to separate the art from the artist with Kanye. Uh, yeah. But uh, the art is so great that uh, that it makes it so that you can actually do it, you know? Yeah, can't look away. All right, Adam. Act, act, act two, where he goes on a 10-minute incoherent rant. Oh, that's going to be a Ten's on the low end. We're talking at yeah. least 15, 20. But yeah. yeah. He's going to proclaim to be Walt Disney at some point. It's going to be excellent. <laughs> All right, Adam, what do you... Uh, Who's who's headlining day two after Queen B? Well, I was gonna probably go Beyonce day two, day one. 
you know, I need, I need some energy. Um, I have Beyonce kind of, I, you know, I don't even know how to describe her. She's kind of a lot of different things, but I don't, she's not rock. So I need, I need a rock band here. And so I'm going to go with a rock band that I would like to see. There's two and I was kind of between them. Um, I think one probably puts on a more wider appealing show. And uh, so I'm going to go with the Foo Fighters. Yeah. I think the Foo Fighters are a classic. Dave Grohl, uh, he's great live. Uh, he brings a lot of energy. Broke his leg once. Kept going. Show. Kept going. Yeah, kept going. Even with a cast, he seemed still to be pretty good. Uh, so I, I needed someone to rock the house day one, and so I'm happy with the Foo Fighters here. Debbie, I'll let you go. I mean, it's a it's a great choice. This is it's a safe choice. It is universally appealing. Um, I don't agree. You don't think it's a safe choice? No, I don't think it's a safe choice at all. I, th- I think I think I think they're universally considered one of the best live bands of all time, at least outside of past 1990. Let's say they're one of the best live mm-hmm. bands of all time. Um. They have a Guinness Book of they have a Guinness World Record for the most number of musicians playing a live song because they had like they brought in like fifteen hundred drummers to play Learn to Fly. Uh, I I don't I don't think it's a safe choice because I think our podcast demographic don't necessarily know or appreciate the Foo Fighters. I think it's a great choice. I love the Foo Fighters. I don't think it plays or panders as much as Britney. I'll say that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't pander. I was thinking more of like the the music festival aspect. Like, Foo Fighters are like a pretty easy shoe in for like a festival headliner. That's that's what I mean. Like they're kind of like music industry royalty. Like one of the members was was the drummer in Nirvana. You know. Yeah. 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 Like. All right. Yeah. No. I. Okay. Yeah, I, guess, I guess one thing I forgot to ask is: Are we going to this music festival, or are we running this music? we're going we're going we're going okay sorry i thought we started i i you're right you weren't you yeah i i tried to i tried to mention that at the start of the show but i we could have done a better job of of, okay you were you were busy in chicago i'm I'm still fine with it i think they put on a good show i don't think i'd see them on their own but i'm good with them at a music festival i think they like you want you want a band that like you wouldn't see the foo fighters on their own I don't think I'd go out of my way to see them. But you're I'm picking happy, like, you're picking a headliner for your music festival that you wouldn't go out of your way to see out of all the well, options that are out there. Well, like the the overlap of so the bands I typically would go to see are like Rage Against the Machine, like Death from Above, Run the Jewels, like. But I almost just want them not in a festival setting where I, I want them like two three hours of like basic yeah. justice. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right, and I, and I need I need to see those bands in like a grimier setting than like a festival. I don't know. Festivals can be pretty grimy, but yeah, that's fair. All right, Debbie, round us out here. Close it off. Okay, uh, I will close it off. And uh, this is actually a pretty tough decision for me because I thought that there was an obvious answer that didn't get picked, and I was gonna I had a a rebuttal prepared for this answer, but secretly I had a rebuttal prepared for this answer because I actually wanted to pick it. But my rebuttal was so strong that I'm not going to pick this answer. <laughs> you can tell uh, us. You can drop it. Uh, or you can save it for the after, for the show. after show. Can, yeah, right, yeah, after show for those watching and listening live. So I'm going to go with my more wild card pick and assume that one of you, or the wild card pick that I had prepared in case one of you had picked my first choice pick. And that artist is going to be Kesha. 
Kesha, Kesha brings the heat. We're at a millennial show, a millennial festival. How many times in your early 20s did you get down to a Kesha song? Did you like literally lose your mind? I mean, I'm in my early 30s and I still get down to Kesha songs. So, yeah, that's Tim, right. Timmy loves the song Timber. I do. Oh, love the I song know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And for good reason. Yeah. It's a great song. It is a great song. Uh, Kesha's got lots of great bangers. Uh, she's just started releasing new music in the past year or two. She went on a hiatus. And, you know, I think it's time that she got a, uh, a headlining spot at a major uh, Bud Light Big Sur festival. You know? <laughs> I will say uh, she's taken way more flack in her career for for lack of performance ability than she deserves. Um, I think early in her career, she got a lot of flack. And she I, I think from what I heard, the first five years, she was not great live. She's since become apparently quite a good show. Um, I think she's got a great festival track list. I'm in. I'm down for it. I think it's a great pick. I was not expecting it. I think it's a great pick. Adam, what do you think? Thank you. It, it's just like it didn't even cross my mind. I don't, I don't know, but but I guess it's uh, like a little throwback, but not like super throwback. So, um, like maybe you get a pitbull performance in there as well. Um, <laughs> and he would he would travel there because he is Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of out of left field in my opinion. But she, she's, she's got some songs. She's got some songs I'll groove to. So all right. All right, guys, we've run a bit over, so we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Um, I will start and then I'll pass to you guys on your summary pick. So my headliners, I got Britney and I got Kanye. They're so famous. You only need to know their first name. For my iconic pop cultural moment, I got the Spice Girls and the Backstreet Boys collaborating in a reunion performance. For my location and setting, I'm in the Grand Canyon one of the biggest and most well-known rocks in the world. And my corporate alcohol sponsor is also one of the biggest and most well-known rocks in the world. That's Dwayne, the rock Johnson's Terramana tequila. And my unique feature is personalized bathrooms so that you never have to worry about a messy bathroom. Adam, a hundred thousand of them. <laughs> Didn't say numbers. Also, also you complained about uh, Debbie's picks potentially not fitting on a, a, a single like Instagram square. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with yours? What do you mean? <laughs> I just, I'm just Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls collaboration. BB slash SG collab slash reunion. Yeah, okay. Listen. Yeah. All right. That's the only one. The rest are fine. The rest are fine. Yeah. Uh, my alcohol brand is Pass Blue Ribbon, PBR, award winning. Um, <laughs> the unique feature are art car shuttles, a location, the beach in Florida, moment, uh, Stevie Wonder playing a couple songs, uh, headliner, Beyonce. And the Foo Fighters. Debbie, what do you got? All right. So my headliners, I've got Kesha. I've got Blink-182. My iconic pop cultural moment, Grimes and Elon announce their AI robotic chips in their brains and they break the internet and implode the Twittersphere. We are in Big Sur National Park in California. We have climate controlled sleeping capsules with soundproofing as my unique Good luck festival describing feature. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, should, you could just call it luxury, luxury sleeping capsules. All right. You know? All right. Uh, and my corporate alcohol sponsor is the one, the only Bud Light. Very nice. 
All right, and jumping over to the beers. So my Nickelbrook Metalhead 9% double IPA hit. It hits like a like a wall of bricks or a truck of bricks or a truck. It's a it's a heavy hitter. It's extra strong. Um, it was delicious, but it's rich and it's flavorful and it's heavy. So, uh, you know, proceed with caution. But, uh, you know, it's a it's a great, great beer. So if you're looking for a, um, something you know, you're only going to have one, but you're going to you're going to kick it off hard. The Metalhead double IPA is a great one. Debbie, what about you? How are your beers? Uh, my beers were actually both excellent. Uh, if you like sours, Endless Summer Pineapple Sour is a great choice. I would highly recommend uh, available at your local LCBO, as well as the Flying Monkey Memories of the Future. Uh, this this one's a berry sour. You know what? To be honest. Uh, pretty equal as far as sours go. One has a kind of pineapple citrus flavor. The other more of a berry flavor. Pretty much exactly what it says on the tin. I recommend. It's a nice looking can, too. I like it. Oh, thank you. Adam, yeah. how, mine, was, how was your mine, uh, double, triple IPA? Double IPA? Hazy, hazy double IPA. Um, didn't quite hit like a truck of bricks, um, but it was, it was still pretty good. Fruity, a little bit bitterness. Um, would, would drink again. All right. Very nice. Uh, you know, we, we before we sign off, so I'll quickly say this is our second last episode of season one. Uh, you know, next week we are doing uh, a special 20th episode, so we'll we'll put out more details, uh, but it, it'll be it'll be unique. It'll be different. It'll be special. So please look forward to that. I think it's going to be one to watch and to listen to. Um, so, you know, stay tuned. Uh, but Wayne, Debbie, wow. Thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, we love having you. We love the support you've given. Uh, I don't know any, any shout outs or anything you want to say before we sign off for the night. Uh, no particular shout outs. Just, uh, keep watching for season two. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. And, uh, so for those that, again, you know, Make sure you uh, make sure you follow the stream if you haven't already. Uh, you can find us live on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Timmy McBits. You can also find our YouTube there, but you can also go to our Instagram at Drafts and Drafts Podcast and find all of our links. We will post our our uh, our results tomorrow. So please make sure you hit up the votes and let us know who you think has the best music festival that you want to attend. Uh, you know, we again, we, we we love doing this. We love having everybody uh, listening and, and providing their opinion. So, um, you know, thank you for all the support. Uh, we'll be sticking around for the after show for those that are watching live. Adam, any last words? How do you, you think this week went? Like probably second place again. I don't know. Uh, like, yeah, fine. well with that the picks have been made and the keg has run dry we'll be back next week for our final episode of the season thanks everybody for watching we appreciate it take care and we'll see y'all soon see you guys